what is going on family and welcome to gems with kd so today i basically want to speak to you about a couple of thoughts i've been going through um you know a series of events have led me to really think about where i'm taking life uh on the cc podcast cracking the code podcast you would have heard me talk about my dad and the discussions we have and you know how he really challenges my thinking um recently we were in london renovating a house and he was he just sat down and at random just said so Wemi, uh where do you see your life going where where do you see the end point you know what what are you doing where, where are you trying to go and i said mm, i mean i don't know you know, I see, I see architecture. I'm doing architecture. You know, it's it's interesting, but ultimately, I want to be free, free to do whatever I want. You know, if you ask people on the same course, some will say, oh, "I want to work in a nice firm. I want to do this. I want to do that." Some would say, "Oh, I'm not sure. I want to do architecture, but I'll look for something around." around the same kind of discipline you know i'm just i I just want to be free and do my do my own my own thing i want to be free to take my day as i please and he was like okay okay so how do you see yourself getting there because i've been looking at you and whilst you're doing architecture but architecture doesn't really seem to be your focus you seem to be looking elsewhere you seem to be more of a online business kind of thing and i'm not trying to be somehow but it seems that you're focusing elsewhere and i said you know it's a fair assessment it's a fair assessment because architecture was interesting to me at a point for the first two years it was interesting when i had to redo a year it then started to get a bit a bit long it started to get a bit long and it's it was a series of falling in love and out of love with architecture it's like a bad breakup pretty much some of you will know what i'm talking about no shots fired um but yeah it was it was a very a very difficult relationship to be in with architecture and you know i am looking elsewhere because realistically do i see myself working in a firm for 40 years no not really um but there's time on my side i've got time to explore finish the degree take some years in a firm and find out if i really like architecture um or not and he was like okay i like the fact that you have that kind of that kind of thinking to where you're young and you've still got time to explore and if you don't like it say no and and swivel but his thing is always at least you've got a backbone to where if your business doesn't work or you say hmm actually i want to go back to um architecture or even the skills i've learned in architecture okay i want to apply them to another job you can Whereas without the formal education, I wouldn't necessarily be able to. 
never in my life did I think I'd be able to use Photoshop. Never in my life did I think I would even need to use Photoshop. But I can use it now. And that's all because of architecture. I've never ventured into using Photoshop before. But it's a skill I've picked up. Now, yes, my Photoshop skills can be a little more crisp. Definitely. I will not argue with that there. But at the same time, I'm able to use it competently. Now, his thing is always, you know, he's not one of those people I would readily speak to about mm, architecture really isn't my thing. I want to kind of do online business. But the thing that's amazing about him is God has given him an eye where you know he can see beyond um he can see through my actions and yeah i still have a love for what i'm doing but he can see that i'm really pedaling somewhere else so while i'm pedaling towards architecture my eyes are focused to the left looking at online businesses and all this other stuff that you see me doing but you know a series of events that my family has gone through recently um, an extended family also uh, brought something to, to thought and you know a family member of mine great woman uh, always wanted all of her grandchildren to to be great. That was her one her one desire. And as we spent time with her, you know, throughout the years, she would always say, "Keep your eyes on God. Uh, pray every day. Focus on your books." you know she would always give us money uh christmas money birthday money and you know 10 20 pound whatever she could give and whilst it may not seem like a lot the charitable um character that she personified was was powerful and she would always say oh, if, when you've got a proper job you know and by proper job, she meant working in your profession once you finish school. When you've got a proper job, what you can do is, if if you feel like, you know, giving something back, then then by all means you can you can give me something. But until then, I just want you to focus on your book and whatever I can give, I can give. And to me, that was so so profound because she didn't really care if she get if she got anything back she was always a person who gave and gave and gave whether it was counsel whether it was gifts whether it was food like she hospitality like she was just a person who gave and the one thing i would have loved is for her to see 
her grandchildren become great people. Um, that is something I would have loved to, I would have loved for her to see. Um, it's been it's been a very strange time, and I feel a sense of responsibility in the sense that I'm I'm in a situation where I've got an opportunity to do better than I did last year as I said last year I was in the worst place uh, mentally uh, leading into this year as well the worst place I've been mentally for a very long time I don't even think I've ever experienced uh, something as bad as this um, but it's, it's given me the opportunity to do better and you know with the situation arising that that my grandma isn't here anymore um gives me more motivation to really cement her belief in the fact that we could do well i even remember the last time my family went to see her my mum my brother and my sister they went to go see her and i was at home but I started to really relapse mentally and I just wasn't all there so I, I, I didn't want to go I wasn't feeling in myself very much um, I was just completely outside of myself um, and I remember she called and she was like oh so why didn't you come why didn't you come I hope everything's good I hope school's well I hope I hope you're you're doing well you know just pray believe in God, have faith in God, all this kind of stuff, just giving out encouragement as she as she usually does. And I couldn't even tell her at the time, um, as you would have heard me say in the in the first podcast episode, I was trapped within myself, so I couldn't even explain to her what I was going through. And, you know, little did I know that that would be the last time that I would speak to her on the phone. So you see things like that like every time I remember I'm like as close as I was to my my grandma like I couldn't even tell her how I felt I couldn't tell her that I was struggling mentally I couldn't tell her you know what I was going through I couldn't you know I I couldn't I felt like I couldn't trust anyone with that information and so it left a hole in me that I'm still recovering from but having having come back to to uni to do the year again has given me an opportunity to get that one back and to really show that I've been given this extra chance for a reason because when I got here my, my lecturer was even saying that People that didn't show up, people that didn't hand in work, people that were just absent during the during the academic year were kicked out. They didn't get the opportunity to come back. And they reviewed every case um, of students who were due to do a repeat. I was one of those students. I was also one of those students who hadn't been present for most of the academic year. So, you see, I could have easily been kicked out of uni. I could have had my presence completely wiped 
from the course I was on. But that's when we're talking about the favour of God. Now, if I wasn't meant to be here, I wasn't meant to have the opportunity to repeat, I would have been kicked out. But having that opportunity, I've got to I've got to get that one back. I've got to really focus and knuckle down. And this whole thing of where are you going, I've had to think about it really carefully. Just even, even after my dad spoke to me, I've got to think about it really carefully, really consider where I'm actually going. You know, my grandma had this this vision of where she thought I was going before she passed. Um, never really got to find out or understand the intricacies of, of my vision and where I hope to be. I, I just, I know that she knew that when I, when I was able to, I would take care of her. Um, but, you know... It's one of those things that happened and at the time I, I didn't process the fact that she passed. I didn't process it because for me, anytime I hear about uh, a death, it's something just, it almost washes off my back. And I know it's bad to say because she's my grandma, but I just can't picture it. So it can't penetrate as deeply as it probably should. Now, don't get me wrong, I shed, I shed a tear here and there, but it doesn't penetrate as deeply as it should because I can't imagine someone that I've known for so long, someone that's taken care of me and my family for so long, to just all of a sudden not be here. It's, it's one of the weirder things to me. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to drag on too much, but where are, where are you going Something we need to ask ourselves. You know, we all have these grand visions, these grand designs, but when you really sit down and think about it, where are you going? Where do you see yourself in the next five years, in the next 10 years? What kind of vision do you have laid out? Have you got a vision board? Have you really thought about the steps you need to take to get to those to those heights? to get to that job position, to get to that career path, um, you know, to get married, have you taken the steps, the necessary steps to get there? So, yeah, I just wanted you to, to get a little insight there. Um, and I really appreciate your listening ears concerning the first podcast episode. And I hope you can stick around for, for many more to come. I don't want to make these podcast episodes too sad but I'm really you know trying to be an open book like everything I've done up until now has been based around authenticity so if I mess up you're gonna know about it if I do well you're gonna know about it the emotions I'm feeling I'm, I'm getting myself to a point where I'm trying to get more comfortable asking for help when I need it um trying to get more comfortable explaining how I'm feeling to people so that they so that they know how to you know work around me they know how to to help if they can because no one should go through this kind of stuff alone so yeah I hope you found a little encouragement there and I really appreciate you joining me on this episode and I'll see you in the next one